Matthias Carlson from Sweden, welcome to the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson. Thank you very much. Uh, so you're in Colorado. Uh, yeah, the Steamboat Institute has uh, brought you out to Colorado. Why are you here? I'm actually in New York at the moment. I'm here with the official Swedish delegation from, from Parliament uh, on, on a diplomatic mission to the United Nations. But I'm going to Colorado in a few days. Okay. Uh, well, welcome to America. <laughs> Thank you very much. I arrived yesterday evening, so I'm still a bit jet lagged. Okay, well, thanks for joining us. Um, so, what? first of all, what do you hope to attain in New York? Why are you in New York? I, I'm hoping to, to advocate conservative policies because I'm here with a delegation of, of uh, socialist, liberal uh, MPs, and, and we are talking about multilateralism in the United Nations, and uh, what they are doing, they want to increase the power of the supranational um, organizations like the EU and, and, and the United Nations, and I'm here to try to have a counter voice to that, uh, basically. Uh, of course, there is also some nas- national interest that we are agreeing on that we want to discuss with American counterparts. So, Matthias Carlson, are you advocating for Swexit then instead of Brexit? So it'll be Swexit with Sweden? <laughs> uh, not, what we're saying at the moment is that uh, we want to wait and see. I think that it's a, a healthy conservative policy to, to uh, not uh, rush into anything. We want to... Uh, Definitely, we want to bring back more of the of the power and democracy to the Swedish population instead of the bureaucrats in Brussels. Uh, but we want to see uh, how the Brexit process is, is turning out and, and to, to learn from that. And then we, we, we will evaluate the situation. Well, now, interesting, you're talking about really more sovereignty uh, for a country, which is a conservative yeah. principle. But yet... Uh, from when I'm looking at your bio, it says that you are a, Swe- a Swedish Democrat. So explain that to me. Yeah, we are, we, we are a national conservative party. We are conservative in essence in, in most issues. Then uh, we are a Scandinavian party, and Scandinavia is a bit different from America. So uh, when it comes to, to uh, the welfare state and those kind of issues, I, I guess I would be considered more liberal here in America. But... In Sweden, I'm, I'm, I'm considered to be very, very conservative. <laughs> uh, and uh, we are putting a lot of emphasis on, on, on preserving our identity and our culture and uh, our national sovereignty. Okay. Well, that's fascinating. Now, many times over here in America, the um, Scandinavian countries are held up as models, as socialist countries. How, how would you address that? Now, uh, our system is is based on a thousand years of history. Uh, You cannot just uh, take that system and uh, implement it in the United States. That would be the ones who are advocating that don't really understand the history and the culture of of the Scandinavian countries, and they don't really understand, I think, the culture and history of of America either. Uh, And what is important to know, I think, is that the welfare system that we have, that the, the American left is celebrating, is... Is based back, uh, basically on, on conservative culture. It, it was only working, it, it, it's on decline now, and it was only working when we had a conservative culture where people were doing their duty, uh, were not demanding the rights all the time, and uh, when we had a strong social coercion and a strong common identity and culture in our countries. Uh, at the moment, we are seeing uh, big cracks in the system. Okay, then that goes to the next question. What about 
the the immigra- immigration issue in Sweden. I, I've read pieces about it that said that the the immigration from the the um, Middle East countries has been difficult in Sweden. What what do you think about that? Yeah, I would say that that is almost an understatement. <laughs> uh-huh. it's, it's been a dis- disaster actually to the to the Swedish society on on many different levels. Uh, uh, we, we can see it. Uh, it has an economical impact because many of the newly arrived uh, have a very hard time to provide for themselves, and they become dependent on social welfare. Uh, we have seen an, uh, a horrible increase in crime, especially uh, sexual-related uh, crimes, and, and that is uh, even due to the government board of statistics for, for, for crime statistics. That is to a large extent, cultural factors behind that, that uh, different view of women, for example. The latest survey showed that one out of three young Swedish women uh, are subjected to rape, sexual assault, or, or harassment every year now. And that is a horrible development. That is we a- had several terrorist attacks uh, in Sweden. That was unthinkable uh, just when I was growing up. But uh, just two years ago, we had a... Uh, Islamist um, killing a lot of people in central Stockholm. Okay. Hey, uh, Matthias, our, my co-host here, Jason McBride, has a question for you. Hi, Matthias. Uh, I had a question about how in Sweden they react to this immigration because here in America, you know, there's a battle over it. Uh, one side saying that it's perfect, there's no problems. Uh, the other side wants to deal with it. Do you have kind of that same divide in Sweden with uh, the two parties or two different schools of thought kind of going head-to-head on this? Yes, it's uh, the Swedish uh, political system is very polarized, and it's a big division, and has been for many years, and, and immigration has been at the center of this. There was a shift, though, uh, in attitude in 2015 when they had the migrant crisis. You might have heard about that. Mm-hmm. And Sweden was receiving uh, more uh, illegals and immigrants per capita than any other country. And eventually, even the socialists had to admit that this is not sustainable. Uh, and they had to, to uh, change the laws and make them a little bit more restrictive. But uh, they haven't really learned anything because now they are, they are trying to make it more again. But it is, it's still a big conflict, a very emotional conflict, and it's at the center of Swedish politics and has changed the political landscape completely in Sweden. Wow. Matthias, this is fascinating. The time has gone way too quickly. Uh, we're out of time. What would be your, your message to Americans right now? What would you like to say to Americans? Uh, don't don't uh, repeat our mistakes. And I think that it's important to know for American conservatives that the political landscape in Europe are changing. And it's important that the conservatives in America and the national conservatives like, like me and my counterparts in many other European countries, uh, that we cooperate more closely because our, uh, our enemies, the liberals, the, the left, they are cooperating across borders. And I think we need to do the same. Well, Matthias, I tell you, you, you inspire me this morning. I, I know you're in New York. Enjoy New York, but you're going to really love Colorado when you get out here. And it's just been a, a great to get to speak with you this morning. Thank you very much. I'm sure I will enjoy Colorado. It's a beautiful state. Oh, absolutely. So that was Matthias Carlson. He is a, a Swedish politician and uh, just a great, great, great comments. I learned a lot.